Welcome to The Mix. On today's episode, we're going to be talking with engineers Furman and Jonathan about some of their own personal mixing techniques, specifically on getting vocals and instruments to sit well in a mix, some of their favorite plugins, and mixing inside versus outside of the box. So you want your vocals to sit well within the mix without competing with any other instruments. I would first start mixing with the vocal. You want that vocal to be up front. The more you compress, the more you're going to bring out other frequencies you may have not wanted to hear, so you have to also compensate for that. So I think you should focus on getting that vocal to sound not that dynamic. If you have that vocal at one volume, the whole entire record, it won't fall quieter than the kick or the snare. or It'll stay at the proportion you set it at. So I definitely think the vocal requires a lot of compression. It obviously depends what kind of music you're making, but if we're talking about pop and hip-hop, that vocal needs to sit right in the front. And vocalists, you know, they're not thinking about their amplitude or their dynamic range when they're recording, for the most part. Some are. More skilled vocalists are thinking about that. In terms of instruments, it's going to sound how the producer wanted it to sound. So it's your job to help these instruments not fight each other. So you're going to take into account panning, which is how you're going to open up space for the vocal. If you're using reverb, you're also going to be able to create a space from this left to right stereo field. So panning is essential and volume adjustments are essential. But these are just basic fundamentals. I'll get more in depth on what plugins I actually use to help me do that. The way that I work is I have all the instrument tracks kind of set up and you know, I usually just go for balance first and try to see like what's a bit more prominent, what's uh, a bit more featured. Then after that, I like move on to like a little bit of panning, just to like initial panning. And from there, I go to equalization, EQ, just to like get a bit more of a sense of the instrumental characteristics of like, okay, like I want this to sound like maybe a bit fatter or like take out like these frequencies, which might be masking other uh, instruments or certain other parts. And once uh, there's like a bit of EQ and like a bit of like level balance, I feel like the balance of things usually start to gel well together. My five favorite plugins, I'm gonna have to say Melodyne, Autotune EFX, R Compressor, Massey Deesser, and the API 560. Those five plugins really help me carve my sound for my vocal chain. Melodyne, of course, because uh, even if you're a rapper, you're hitting notes. So I think it's important to also time and tune any moment of speech. Many people are constantly speaking out of key, and I think it's important to put them in key. People are speaking, they may be a semitone out of the key, or a few cents. You just put them in a note that's in the key. So my favorite plugins that I like to use mostly are the FabFilter plugins, Waves plugins. I've recently started using some Isotope plugins and the Sound Toys plugins. Uh, I feel like I can use some of the effect rack to shape things like bass and kick. And basically, like my workflow for that is high passing the entire mix bus on like the stereo mix bus and then working on the tone of the kick and the bass while everything else is high pass, like even the kick and the bass. And then like that kind of gives me like a feel for like what kind of tone I'm like striving for without like focusing too much on the bottom low end rumble. So I feel like sometimes that helps for the low end to translate to other like headphones or other systems. Well, first I do have to say that the API 560 in the box sounds exactly like the API outside of the box. I had the chance to use the API 560 at the barbershop studios. 
I fell in love with it. Went ahead, bought the plugin. The Waves API 560, certain knobs to me sound exactly like the knobs in the hardware. So if you guys really want that analog sound, go for that. If you're mixing in the box, you want to have solid DA converters. With that said, you want the rooms treated. You want a nice set of speakers that are going to tell you the truth. You want the converters that are going to help you lift that blanket over your speakers. I have to say that digital has come a long way, and I think it's probably going to keep going in that direction. So I don't usually mix outside of the box. I've only done that for class. It's mostly because of my setup. And mixing the box for me, you know, like how most people see it, it's like you have a lot of options and the ease of interchanging the different signal flow, going through different plugins or like trying different settings on a same plugin as an insert or a send or whatever you're trying to do. This podcast was made for audio for the web fall 2018. Thank you for listening.